0: This is your financial empower hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman.
1: Good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman. It's a beautiful day today. I'm here with my wonderful guest and co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how's everything going today?
0: It is going great. Thanks for asking. You know, it's been a crazy week. My allergy spring must actually be here.
1: Spring is in the air, you know, that's going yeah. around, Tony. Yep.
0: Yeah. They say spring is in the air, and that used to sound like a good thing to me. Uh I never <laughs> used it, to have
1: Isn't there a song? Isn't there an old song about yeah. spring is in the air? Yep. Oh, and that's yeah.
0: enough singing. Our listeners don't want to hear me singing. Wow, anymore, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to uh I gotta have a sound effect for when you sing. Or, <laughs> Probably. or They'll probably edit all that out.
1: <laughs> yeah, no
0: more singing, Jason. But I'm done. But yeah, spring is in the air. I never used to have allergies, and okay. now I do. When I got and I haven't, you know, just the last few years, really, it's gotten a little worse each year. Yeah, isn't that odd? It is odd. Yes, yeah, never I've always had, had allergies. I've
1: always had allergies, and. uh uh just dealing with it in the spring and the fall you know and even in the summer but primarily in the spring you definitely yeah. know when the old saying spring is in the air and the yeah the pollen starts flying the yep. leaves start budding and the grass starts sprouting. all the all the things from winter start to wake up and come alive yep. and yeah that's when you know uh, the, uh, those of us that do have allergies that's when you know it's springtime
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> i never had any allergies and now it kind of it's affecting me so that's that's interesting but other than that seriously uh, I've been great. Um, good, good. You know, one reason I'm good is because I didn't have a lot invested in Netflix. So I'm not Isn't that a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, companies go up and down. And I they think sure that I th- personally think Netflix is here here to stay. But we we're not giving specific stock advice. But it is interesting uh, what happened with Netflix. Um, they just announced, hey, for the first time in over 10 years, we lost 200,000 subscribers yeah. in the past year. And their stock just tanked. Just tanked, yeah. yeah. And I
1: and, you know, you're right. We're not giving. We never give uh, advice on this show. It's you know just barely, uh, basically general conversation. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you, Tony. You know I think um a company like Netflix, they're here to stay. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Right. But just like a lot of other uh, businesses, a lot of other sectors, a lot of other companies, everything's you know everything goes up and down. There's ebbs and flows. There's yep. cyclical. Uh, they're, they're, they're going through a rough patch right now because of what they, they lost so many subscribers that is going to have a negative impact. But overall, I think you're right. They're going to be here. They're, they're a company that's not going anywhere. Uh, the whole concept of Netflix. I mean, that, that's our current daytime as well as the future. So yeah. Uh, rough patch right now though. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, they say, and then you look, you read the details, you know, it's the headlines all over the place. CNBC, New York Times, you know, everywhere, uh, the yep. Wall Street Journal. But then you look at the facts and it's like, okay, they they're down, that would mean they're down 2 million in revenue the last year. Yeah. Well, you know, they're a multi-billion dollar company. They're a multi-billion dollar company, you know, and think about <laughs>
1: that when we read those That's, think about uh, that, that's like you
0: losing a 20, you know, man, I lost a $20 bill, that hurts. You know, but, that's a
1: good point to make, Tony, <laughs> is um those headlines. Think about that, not only with Netflix right now, but um, the media a lot of times is is driven off of scare tactics or attention. Yep. They need to grab attention. Sure. And when they yeah. say lost two million subscribers, everybody's like, Wow, that's gotta be huge. Well, if we really look at the the bottom line, like you just said, look at a company and their overall revenue yeah. And well, they what lost,
0: lost 200,000 subscribers. 200,000. Yes, I'm 2 sorry. Million 2 million in revenue. Yeah. 2
1: million in revenue. Yeah. 200,000 subscribers. And those are big numbers. Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, in the big picture, like you said, it's a drop in the bucket for them. Yeah. Um, They're going to notice it, yes, but they're not going to close their doors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Streaming isn't going away. It's just no. gotten, they've gotten more competition as part of the problem. Yeah. And then the other part of the problem is. Figuring out how to get people not to share that password. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, well, and,
1: and, and this will choose, this will force them also to, we'll call it diversify. Uh, it'll choose, it'll force them to right. choose other opportunities to provide for subscribers.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that factor into something like this, uh, but people shouldn't panic. You know, uh, a lot of people, I agree. you know, a lot of people were like, I got to sell my ne- off my Netflix stock. They're tanking. It's like, No. In fact, (laughs) uh, a smart, I talked to one uh, smart person who works in the financial field yesterday. and He said, I've been buying, I bought it like crazy yesterday. Yeah, now's a good time.
1: (laughs) I mean, think about that. You know, people want to buy low
0: no matter what the stock. And of course, this depends on your personal situation, but you want to buy low and sell high, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, think about like, I don't know if it was your grandma or grandpa or aunt and uncle, mom, dad, whoever taught you that very first principle to investing was exactly that, Tony hey, buy low, sell high. That's how you make money. It's very yeah. hard to do. It's very hard to do. Um, especially yeah. when you see something like that, you're like, wow, it's down 5% or 20%. And, and you want to, you, people would want to steer away from that thinking, well, that's a loser. Yeah. Well, ultimately, if you look at the fundamentals and you look at what's really going on in the big picture, and if there's still future growth and opportunity with that company, maybe you do go buy losers right now because that's buying low and yep. then you capture the upside opportunity, and then you sell them when they're high. Yeah. And uh, that's another really hard thing to do. Think about that, Tony. In your portfolio, I would tell you anything that's up 10 to 15%, your winners that you love, sell them. And you're going to tell me, I, I can't sell those. They're rocking and rolling. They're making me a lot of money. Why would I get rid of those? And then I would tell you, Tony, because I want you to go buy something that's down 20%. Sell your winners and buy some losers. <laughs> yeah. And if we think about that, it's, it, it's very hard to do. Yeah, Uh, and that's why most
0: people end up buying high and selling low. Absolutely. Because they let their emotions control their investments. And that's one reason why people should be working with you, right?
1: Well, that's why we should definitely be working with a trusted uh, fiduciary advisor like myself or someone else on my team is that's kind of what we're here to do is we call it control the emotions. Sure. Um, Try to take all of your emotions out of your money. Uh, Emotional investing most of the time will get you in trouble or or. If, if not get you in trouble, at least keep you away from maximizing your opportunity when really you, you you should be investing more on a, uh, on a philosophy, not on emotions.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, but the, uh, every statistic I've ever read says the majority of the people like uh, over 80% in, you know, end up buying uh high and selling low.
1: Yep. Absolutely. No. And, and if you think about that, um, you know, when, Let's say it's a stock or it's the market and we say, okay, it's up 5%, it's up 8%, it's up 10%, it's up 12%. And we want, we want a piece of that action, right? We want to get in. So we go ahead and, and we think that's a good time to buy. And it's the old philosophy of, well, we, we may have just jumped on the train after it already left the station or, or we yeah. tried to jump on the train. After it left the station. So we have to be careful chasing returns. But you're right, Tony, a very large majority of investors uh, do it yourselfers. They have a tendency to do that. They don't want to. It's hard to pull the trigger and and get into something unless you've seen it go up, 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 up. And then you want a piece of that action. You want to get in the game. A lot of times, though, that's the wrong time to get in because (laughs) I've had a lot of people come in here and say, well, the day I buy something, it goes down tomorrow. And, and so that commonly happens where you yeah. get in at the wrong time. You bought high and now son of a gun, if it's not going down. And, and so what do you do? Do you just hang on, uh, hang on for dear life or do you, while it's going down, then you sell and, and then that's exactly what you did, Tony. You end up buying high and selling low, yeah. uh, which is unfortunately what a lot of investors end up doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. So uh, working with somebody who has their eye on the big picture, you know, looking at, you know, your retirement accounts, that's where most of your investing goes through 401ks or IRAs, things Mm -hmm. like that. And I know that's what you help your clients do is manage that. And for our listeners out there, they need to be careful right now because you've got a number of factors working. Uh, number one, inflation. We keep hearing about that. Absolutely. Uh, 8.5% increase Mm -hmm. Uh, last year. We're at 8.5% inflation. Mm -hmm. And that's based on government numbers. So uh and you know, in reality, actual inflation is higher. So uh there's that. Absolutely, <laughs> right? yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, think about that, you know, that's been a scary thing, inflation, because for the last, golly, I don't know, 10, 20 years or so, inflation hasn't really been a an issue, it hasn't been a major concern. It's been at, at such a low level. But you're right. In the last year or two now, we're seeing inflation. uh, And I agree with you, Tony, those numbers that the government comes out and says it's eight point something. Well, there's also quite a few very large factors the government does not take into consideration uh, when they calculate their inflation numbers. But I think all of our listeners out there today, everybody just understands when we buy milk, bread, gas, go to the restaurant, things are up a heck of a lot more than eight percent. Um, some people say this is temporary, uh, but I think the big picture really, again, is inflation is up. Uh, I don't know that it's going to stay up here in the eight, nine, 10% range, but it's probably long-term going to be a lot higher than the two or three we've seen in the last 10 to 20 years.
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting to look at that and you have to calculate in these things. Now, when you come up with a financial plan, uh, for your clients, and, and uh, I know you'd probably recommend this for your listeners, you, you calculate in inflation, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, first of all, like you've always mentioned, Tony, the plan, have a plan. And that's very important to us. Uh, For every family that we work with, we have to have a written plan. Um, You know, we call it, you know, plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And one of the worst things that we've seen right now inflation-wise is that it's up. It's up as high as it's been for a long time. So every investment plan should be built on a disciplined investment philosophy. And that disciplined philosophy helps take the emotion, That we just talked about helps take the emotion out of investing, uh, tries to prevent us from buying high and selling low because we have a disciplined disciplined philosophy of how and why we're we're buying and when. Uh, But also, you're right, Tony, all of our financial plans are going to have an element built into them that takes into consideration inflation and purchasing power of a dollar. And what what is the purchasing power of a dollar today? And what might it look like in 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road into and through retirement It's definitely a, a variable that I don't think has, has a lot of people have paid a lot of attention to maybe over the last 10 to 20 years because inflation has been so low. But you're absolutely right, Tony. Right now, people have got to pay attention and take into consideration what inflation might do to their money and their purchasing power 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's that's true. Your purchasing power. If you put your money in a coffee can on the counter or in the cupboard, uh, or under the mattress, uh, you're gonna lose a lot of purchasing power. You're gonna lose Absolutely. a lot of value. You're really mm-hmm. losing money.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's you know a lot of people say I was with a guy last week and he said, you know, I got so much money in the bank and it's the safest place to lose money. And I thought, <laughs> hey, what, what do you mean by it? You know, you're not losing money. And in reality. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have too much money in a bank or a credit union right now with the interest rates being so low. Now, they are starting to come back up, uh, but with interest rates being so low, like you said, coffee can on the counter, under the mattress, huh. uh, the old saying, bury it in the backyard or put it in a savings or checking account in a bank or credit union, and really, you're losing money. Uh, you're losing value right. in every dollar.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, and then, you know, the inflation's one thing, interest rates are another. The Fed's going to keep raising rates this year, and we'll see what that does. I mean, obviously, not good if you're buying a car or a home or uh, getting a loan, um, but maybe it'll help the economy or help us earn more on our money. How does that work?
1: Yeah, so that's interesting, Tony. I'm glad you brought that up. You know and this is this could be a whole show on its own but uh, when you talk about interest rates uh, I call it the have your cake and eat it to philosophy so when we invest money everybody wants high interest rates I want to put money in a CD again and make five eight ten percent and that those are wonderful days everybody's happy with that however when we borrow money we want to pay one or two percent interest rate we don't we don't want to pay high interest rates and so you know, we have to remember that, that the interest rates, when we borrow money and when we invest money, it's almost like a double-edged sword. Uh, We can have low interest rates when we borrow money, but that also means it's going to be low interest rates. They pay us when we invest money. And if we want higher interest rates when we invest money, well, the flip side of that coin is there's going to be higher interest rates when we borrow money. So, Uh, And again, you're right. Feds are talking about raising interest rates and they may get a little more aggressive now than they have in the past because of where we are in our stock market, the volatility we're seeing there, as well as inflation. And so interest rates is going to be very interesting to pay attention to, Tony, Uh, not only the short term, but we really have to pay attention to the forecast uh, of what interest rates may look like over the next five to 10 years.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, and you know what? Um, I think this is good, but we should probably take a quick break here, Jason. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before the break? Let them know how they can get a hold of you and get a plan in place.
1: Yeah, well, as always, I mean, you know, we're easy to get a hold of by calling the office, uh, 989- Eight three five seven two zero three. As you know, Tony, we're always here. Uh, if we're not here, we try to return those calls in a in a very reasonable time frame. Obviously, you can check us out online uh, on our website at www.greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. greatlakesinvestmentadvisors uh, Stop in the office, give us a call, check us out on the website. Uh, we're always here.
0: All right, sounds great. Uh, and you know what? Been a great show so far. Uh, Jason, and we're going to be back with more. So listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreiderman. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Kreiderman is here and of Great Lakes Investments. And uh, you know what? Uh, Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Uh, I want to encourage our listeners to go there and you know what they can do? Uh, They can uh, set up a consultation. Uh, There's no charge. There's no obligation. Listeners can get a copy of your book as well. Empower your retirement. Plan for the best. Prepare for the worst. And you know we didn't talk about your book yet today on the show. Uh, People may not know you're not only uh, a radio celebrity here. You're also an author, and the book is great. There's a lot of great information in the book. In fact, it does include some of the things we're talking about today, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it really does, Tony, you know, and that's something, um, yeah, obviously our listeners out there today, they're hearing me on the radio. Um, some of you may or may not know that, like Tony mentioned, we do have a book. Uh, Dad and I authored a book. It's It was in about three years in a process, so we went through quite a bit to do the book. Uh, and it's, it's pretty enlightening. You know, it was pretty empowering for us to think about uh, really what it is, is about 20 years of real life experiences of how we've met different families in different situations and how we've been able to help them. And so we decided to put all that information, all those real life stories in, in between two covers of a book. And, and so, uh, there's nine chapters, it's 129 pages. It's very easy reading and it's real life stuff. So it's, it's not like you, someone would read this and be like, I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, matter of fact, Tony, we have calls all the time where people say, Hey, Jason or Carl or someone else on our team, you know, I was reading on page 38 and that's, that, that's me. You were really talking about me and my family and my situation. Uh, so you know to us that speaks volumes and says hey everything we put inside the covers of that book it's it's real life stuff and it relates people relate to that and so um, and I encourage all of our listeners out there you can go to amazon.com and you can buy a copy of the book but like Tony mentioned just give us a call give us a call here at the office Uh, let us know you'd like a complimentary copy of the book Uh, I'll even autograph it for you and uh, we'll get that out in the mail right away
0: yeah thanks and yeah. In fact, they can pick up the phone and give you a call. It's 989-835-7203. So the next 10 callers are going to get a complimentary copy of right. the book. Uh, yep. 989-835-7203 or send in your request to greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And today we've been talking about really in investing in this climate and where your money should be. Uh, money moves, you know, make, you got to make money moves and you got to work with a financial services professional to make sure you're making the right decisions, not emotional decisions. That's you know, we right, started, yep. we started off talking about Netflix. Uh, you've got things like that happening. Inflation is happening. And of course, you know, there's still supply and demand issues with cars and computer chips, so oh, that's, yeah. that's fueling inflation and prices and availability and it affects economies. You know, we're fortunate that we have such a strong economy that, you know, these little, these little and big blips, uh, it can bounce back from, and that's good. I mean, the war in Ukraine has, has affected some things as well. So there's a lot going on out there right now,
1: right? Yeah, there really is, Tony. And then you you can hit the nail right on the head there that I want to make sure our listeners keep in perspective is there's a lot going on out there. I mean, right here in mid-Michigan, across the United States, around the globe, there's so much going on. But you're right. We ultimately, we do have a pretty darn strong economy right now. Uh, There's still quite a bit of tailwinds out there that are really helping support uh, our financial industry and help support our economy, which is which is a good thing, but there's a lot of things happening. We we definitely need to keep on our radar screen, and and we when we build financial plans for families, we want to make sure that we are preparing for all of these unfortunate things that could happen. Uh, some of them we might be aware of that are happening now, like the war in Ukraine, uh, rising interest rates, volatility in the market, uh, the supply chain issues. You know those things we know are happening right now. So we want to try to help families build within their portfolios some insulation and protection against those things, uh, as well as we, we want to try to be prepared for the unknowns. Uh, You know, before we had supply chain issues, nobody saw that coming, but you know, we can't predict the future, but I do think we can build within all plans, the what if scenarios. Uh, And that's what we always call plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And every portfolio or every financial plan should have uh, situations built within it that are, that are preparing for the worst. If we have uh, heaven forbid, another terrorist attack, uh, if we have a 20 to 30% stock market correction, uh, if we go into a recession, if taxes raised by 20, 30% or more, I mean, these are all just situations that we should always think about and try to build insulation in our portfolio to protect our money. That if these things happen, we're prepared and and you can always be more prepared and do better if you're proactive versus reacting to oops, market went down thirty percent, I lost most of my money, now what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and now what? That's the question. And I and you know, the end goal is to have enough money to live comfortably in retirement. And that's why we save. That's why we invest. And also probably legacy, you know, to pass along Absolutely. to our loved ones. But it's really to maintain our lifestyle once we stop working. So mm-hmm. so with that in mind, you have to take into consideration into that plan so many factors. You know, your Social Security and your uh, health care costs, inflation mm-hmm. And then you know, there's the the subject we really haven't dug into, and this is an entire show, but taxation uh, in retirement can be huge, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right. We we've talked on a lot of shows in in the past where the whole show was on that such an exciting term of taxes, and yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's where you could throw in one of your sound effects there, Tony. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Scary. Yeah, scary. scary. And taxes are, you know, and and most people right now listening to the show probably said, whew, I'm through tax season. I got done with that last week. And holy moly, I don't want to think about taxes again for another 11 months. Uh, But you're right. You know, taxes are there. Um, There's something we have to be aware of. We have to be uh, prepared for. And I think the rising tax environment is something that not only retirees, but those you know younger, younger generations still working have to be aware of what taxation might look like in five years or 15 years. Uh, Because right now, I think it's probably pretty apparent to most people, we're probably in the lowest federal income tax brackets or environment that we may ever be in for the rest of our lives. So what does that mean on every dollar that we make uh, uh, from earnings, whether it be from employment or in the market or on our investments? what does that mean today but more importantly what does that mean in 5 10 15 years when we start taking that money out for income you know how much money are we saving today tax wise versus how much might we pay later uh, so taxes tony you're absolutely right it's a very big element of every financial plan that we build uh, just to keep that on our radar screen taxes are are i don't they're, they're never going away they're probably only going up so we have to be prepared for those
0: yeah for sure and yeah, it's just, uh, there's a lot of craziness going on out there right now. Um, yeah, I mean, um, my wife and I, you have to go backwards here to inflation, but uh, the last time we went grocery shopping together the other day, and it is unbelievable how much things have increased. Just, it's well, like, it's crazy. I, I'm like the last time we were here, this was a dollar cheaper. And you know, you think a dollar, <laughs> what's the big deal, but a dollar here, two dollars there. And you know, your grocery bill is, twice as, almost twice as much as it was the time before. So Yeah,
1: well, it's easy. I mean, you think about a buck here and a buck there, and when you're going through the aisles at the grocery store, Tony, I'm sure you and your wife do the same as my wife and I. You know, she throws some stuff in, and I throw some stuff in, then she turns around and takes half the stuff I threw in. She takes it back out. Um, apparently it apparently was stuff we didn't need. You're
0: guilty of that, tri- that too? I, I, I that am, happens I to am. me as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am, Tony. Uh, she says she'd rather take the kids shopping than me. Uh, I don't oh, I, <laughs>
0: no, Jason, I'm sure she but, doesn't mean
1: that she probably doesn't mean it, Tony. <laughs> but you know, think about that though. Then you push your cart through the checkout lane and it was nothing to have, you know, a hundred dollars, $200 in the cart. And nowadays with the cost of things going up. Yeah. Boy, people are getting out of the grocery store and, and, and two, three, four hundred dollars in groceries. And it's and and they may have just as the same amount of groceries or even less than they had before. But with inflation and, and supply and demand issues and the cost of everything going up nowadays, something we definitely have to be uh, be focused on and be aware of. Because, again, yep. that purchasing power, how much can we buy compared to what we could have bought with the same dollar two years ago? Right. What will that dollar buy in two to five years?
0: Yep, and and uh, I think a lot of the answers to a lot of these questions is asset allocation. Where is your money? What's it earning? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to stay ahead of this? So we'll talk about that in the next segment. But we do have to take another quick break. Uh, before the break, I want to let our listeners know once again how they can get a copy of your book, which is called Empower Your Retirement. And and I love the uh, tagline: Plan for the best, prepare for the worst. All they have to do is give you a call at 989-835-7203. The next 10 callers, 989-835-7203. You get a complimentary copy of the book, and they can also check out the website with a lot of great resources, and that is GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. And I'll say that again, GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host Jason Kreiderman right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host Tony Shore. I'm here with our host Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, uh, crazy things. You know, we've had market volatility this year. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had rising inflation. People are concerned about taxes going up because of all the spending our government's been doing they just printed money like crazy during the pandemic Mm -hmm. so uh, that they kicked that can down the road but we're gonna have to pay the piper on that probably with higher taxes because absolutely i doubt they're gonna for the first time in history cut spending right
1: no i mean you're absolutely (laughs) right tony no you're you're right i mean we think about you know we talk to a lot of the families you know that we work with um, when we think about your own, your household budget and your balance sheet. And so on one side we have expenses and the other side we have income. And ultimately we want to have more income than we do expenses. That way we know we can cover our expenses and have a couple bucks left at the end of the month. And when we look at the government's balance sheet, obviously the spending they've done Uh, You know, not only during during the pandemic for the last two years here, but just historically uh, Republican or Democrat, they like to spend money. And so the spending side of the balance sheet and the expenses side is going through the roof more now than it ever has, uh, but going through the roof. And and then so we look at, well, what's on the other side, the income side of the government's balance sheet to offset the spending. And ultimately, with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, uh, where they cut five of the seven federal income tax brackets what that did in one sense is it cut revenue it reduced income for the federal government so think about that balance sheet tony in your in your household your expenses are going through the roof but your income is reduced Uh, you're probably not in a very happy comfortable financial position Uh, higher expenses less income got to do something you're going to either want to cut expenses or increase your income and if we think about the government who out there really today thinks the government, again, Republican or Democrat, who thinks they're going to cut and reduce their spending? Probably nobody. Yeah. Uh nobody really yeah. probably thinks so. I, think I, I don't all know the last on time thing. they
0: did that. Yeah. They just don't. I, don't. I mean, they just don't, they don't
1: historically. And so I don't I don't think we I don't think any of us would argue on that note that right. uh, the government's probably right. not going to cut spending. Right. Uh, therefore, the other side of the balance sheet, they have to increase their income. And their only source of revenue or income for the government is taxation. Yep. And definitely an area that we've been able to help uh, all of our families with for the last 20 years, Tony, and and more, and, and a lot more now in the last two or three years here uh, is, of course, taxation. And taxation primarily on our tax-deferred dollars, those 401K dollars, those IRA dollars, uh, the money that we tucked away uh, maybe our company matched it, which was awesome. That was wonderful. It's free money. Uh, but at some point in time, as you mentioned, um, we're gonna have to pay. Somebody's gonna have to pay the tax bill, and it's going to be us or, or our kids or grandkids. And you know, the sooner we can pay those taxes now, maybe a benefit because it's at a lower tax rate versus the longer we wait. Or like you said, kick the can down the road, potentially a lot bigger tax bill we're gonna have to deal with. And, yeah. And so, uh, that's part of every. Financial empowerment plan that we put together for families, Tony, is is uh, taxation and and tax efficient yeah. investing.
0: Yeah, well, and you can end up in a bad uh, situation in retirement. A lot of people think, "Oh, I'm not going to have to pay taxes in retirement. I'm not going to be working anymore, right? So right. I'm going to have very low taxes." Well, uh, in, you know, in some situations, in some years, you might have a low tax rate uh, because maybe your income isn't that big. But like my mother in law who's 85 and it's still going strong. She has an $11,000 tax bill this year. Yeah. And because, because That's of her crazy. required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, she man.
0: in other words, the government requires her to take the money out of the accounts. And she's like, well, I want to leave it in there to pass on to my loved ones because sure. I don't need yeah. that money right now. Yeah, But the government forces her to take out a certain amount and she has to pay taxes on it. Absolutely. so, so, and she has to pay taxes on any money she took out, you know, earlier in the year. So she Mm -hmm. ended up with a big tax bill. She's paying in more than she ever has uh, this year. And it's because number one, she wasn't working with the right type of financial professional like yourself. I wish she had been working with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, she lives in an assisted living uh, center. Actually, it's independent living. She's Mm -hmm. she's a, a senior independent living. In Minnesota, but she uh, has a so-called financial advisor, but they didn't really address her tax situation in retirement uh, ahead of time, and so they didn't plan for this, and that's that's the problem that I see a lot of people uh, may you know coming into and a mistake I see them make.
1: Yeah, and that's very common, unfortunately, Tony, and that's part of that. Like you say, she didn't, uh, her or her advisors that that she's working with aren't helping her prepare for the worst. Right. And, you know, they, they might have a wonderful plan that's, hey, planning for the best of times. Let's make good money when the market's going up. Uh, but what it sounds like, what they didn't do was insulate her plan and insulate her finances uh, for some of the worst things that could happen. For example. Right. Exactly what you just said. When people have money or wealth growing inside of IRAs, 401Ks wonderful, wonderful wealth building vehicles. Uh, Most of the wealth in the United States of America is inside of those types of accounts. But the problem with those is once we hit age 72, uh, the old age was 70 and a half, Tony, but now it's 72 years old. We're forced by the government to take a payment out of those accounts every single year for the rest of our life, which, as you mentioned, your mother-in-law now at 85, she's taking those payments out. And unfortunately, the older we get, we have to take out more every single year. Yep. Uh, the value gets high. Your account's probably growing, and you have to take out more every year. Yep. And that money gets added to your tax return, and it's counted as income, and it could put you in, even in a higher tax bracket. Yes, and that's
0: what and, that's one thing that happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: and people, unfortunately, you know, it doesn't sound like her advisors helped her insulate her plan and prepare for right. that. Uh, which, as I mentioned uh, you know, every day on the show, is that's one of the things I can't stress enough, Tony, that we help our families do is when we build a financial empowerment plan, we're going to pr- help you prepare for the worst. We're going to talk to you whether you're 30 or 70. We're going to talk to you now about what it might look like with all the money you might have in your IRAs and 401ks, the taxation on that money, especially when you're in your 70s and 80s or, or, even, or even later in life. Because you're right, Tony. A lot of people think, gee, when I'm in, when I'm retired, I'll have less income. I I won't have as much, my taxes won't be as high. And part of that equation is probably true. You'll have less income from your employer uh, because you're retired. Um, You might have a pension. You'll have social security. However, you'll still have expenses for your lifestyle. And that's something that's very important to remember is if your lifestyle costs you $50,000 a year, um, you may not have that income coming in from your employer anymore. But you still have the expenses, so you'll pull it out of your portfolio most likely. And if it's coming out of an IRA or 401k, that's going to be taxed as income, just as if it was coming from an employer, uh, which could put you on a higher tax bracket, the same tax bracket, or maybe even a higher tax bracket in retirement than when you were working. Right. Uh, Especially when we look at the future landscape of our tax rates going up. Yeah. And and so that's something, again, Yeah. yeah, we have to keep that on the radar screen have to take that into consideration with every single investment decision we make, Tony.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really important. Now, we do have to take a quick break before we come back and wrap things up with a few more tips for our listeners out there, things they can do to deal with all this. Now, listeners, if you want to get a copy of that book, Empower Your Retirement, just pick up the phone and call 989-835-7203. That's 989 835-7203. You can also go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. And we're going to be right back with more Your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to Your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, you know, we were talking about tax situations and I think about my mother-in-law with the $11,000 in taxes owed mm-hmm. this year. And it was mainly because of her required minimum distributions, I guess. And uh, what she could have done if she'd been working with somebody like yourself, I know one thing that you've recommended some clients do. I know she has a lot of causes she cares about. Uh, Her church has a number of ministries that she has given to in the past. She's Mm -hmm. also uh, given to, you know, some animal rescues, things like that. And, uh, she could have rather than give that money to the government. I mean, she has no problem paying taxes, but maybe she could have given a big chunk of that to a needy, uh, a needing ministry, right. Or, or a, uh, you know, a cause or an organization that could really use that money. And then she wouldn't have to pay taxes on it. She could have made a charitable contribution, right. With her IRA.
1: Yeah, that's right, Tony, and that's a very important point to make that, um, you know, a lot of people are not aware of out there is, is once you reach age 70 and a half, you're able to do what's called a qualified charitable distribution. That's what it Q, is. Yep, QCD uh, is what that's called, yes. a qualified charitable distribution. Um, and what that allows you to do is for those that do have charitable intentions, whether it be we give to the church every week or we give to, uh, as you mentioned, uh, like the Humane Society. Sure. Um Whatever it might be, cancer services, if there's any charitable intention or giving it all to a, a, a nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit, any type of nonprofit, uh, if you'd give that money directly out of your IRA after 70 and a half to the church or charity or, or nonprofit, that qualifies under the qualified charitable distribution to be tax-free. So what that means is, yeah, like for your, for your mother-in-law there, Tony, she could have gifted money from her IRA, directly to those charities, and that would have been tax-free for her, wouldn't account counted as income on her tax return. And generally, if it's you don't have to pay taxes on the money, the charity is going to end up benefiting with more dollars. So it is a wonderful opportunity. What We call that kind of advanced planning or advanced taxation or advanced gifting strategies that uh, those of us that are charitable, once we hit 70 and a half, we could potentially gift right out of our IRAs less taxes for us more gift receiving for the beneficiary of that gift. And it's really a win-win.
0: Interesting. Yeah, that is a win-win. Well, and also uh, before we have to go today, uh, another tip for people to deal with this is to have their money properly allocated, right? I mean, you've talked before about different buckets to put your money in. Uh, If you have it all in the market, uh, that's probably a mistake. If you have it all in safety or in a bank, that's a mistake as well, right?
1: Yeah, there's a couple things we want to talk about there, Tony. When we look at building financial empowerment plans for families, uh, is number one allocation and number two diversification. Sure. And those are those are a balance, and you have to have both of them, and you have to always be monitoring your allocation and your diversification and adjusting it over time. Sure. And that's something that we've met a lot of families. They say, "Oh yeah, we have an allocation. Five years ago, we set up this allocation. That's still how we are today." And there's potentially some very big problems there yeah. that, you know, they things change. They, yeah, things have changed in five years. Chances are your lifestyle has changed in five years. Uh, Maybe your employment situation, family situation, taxation, the stock market, interest rates. So many things have changed over the years that you really need to. Uh, we, we sit down with all of our families, Tony, on either a quarterly, semi-annual or annual basis. And we review their plan. We review their allocation and their diversification. Uh, based on what's going on in their life today sure. versus what it was last quarter or last year and what's going on in the world in the market and in interest rates. And and so that's a very, uh, very important point to make, Tony, is is keep, keep an eye on your allocation and your diversification. Uh, review that, monitor it, update it. It'll go a long way.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was a good one. We covered a lot of ground today. And I want to encourage our listeners uh, to find out more about this and to get your own plan started. A good place to start is your book, Jason, Empower Your Retirement. Listeners, you want to plan for the best and prepare for the worst, and this book will help you do that. And we're giving away another 10 copies. Uh, The first 10 callers call 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203 also go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. There's a risk analysis you can take there. There's a lot of great resources on the site. You can visit our show page and subscribe to the show as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Music. So uh, check that out as well. Jason, great show today, uh, but we're out of time. So that does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour uh, with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.